and welcome back to Freedom by Faith Ministries. I am Pamela Noel. I will be your host for today. Today we're going to talk about meditation. Um, so we're in a, in a series called Biblical Prosperity. How do you prosper and succeed in this world according to God's definition of prosperity? And I think last time um, I was talking about how we, it's important as believers to understand the end point of all of this, which is the kingdom of God, to advance the kingdom of God on this world, to shame the demonic princes who govern the demonic world that we're in right now. So today we're going to look at, you know, there's a dichotomy, there's a difference between the way God sees things and the way the, the lies and the deception that goes on in the minds of people who are under the authority of satanic forces, the demonic strongholds in our minds that tell us certain things should be a certain way when it's a complete lie. Everything in this world is a lie, right? Because it's run by Satan, who's the father of lies, right? He's a, the king of deception. His natural language is to lie, right? So most people of this world, unfortunately, even Christians, have fallen for the lies of Satan, to, to, basically, to basically blind you into understanding the reason why we're here to begin with. Satan doesn't want to know, doesn't want you to know that your job is to shame him and the demonic princes that govern this world with him. He doesn't want you to know that. So, we're, so we get caught up in the world system of all these things going on and, we're so, and we get so caught up in them and we forget we don't even belong in this world, right? And so we need to understand that as Christians that we are... Um, citizens of a higher kingdom and your job is to shame the princes, the spiritual princes of this world. And prince is a government position, right? So you have a king, you have princes, you have kings who govern territories of this world. And your job as an ambassador of a different country, of a different nation, of a different kingdom is to shame him. And kingdom is like the, the equivalence of a government. We, we work for a different government. Right. So so the world says, you know, these are the things, the steps you have to go through in order to succeed in this world. And we're going to look at the steps that God shows us. Right. I think the next talk is going to be in giving. I was supposed to do that this time, but um, we're going to talk about med meditation and we're going to talk more about investing in giving the next talk. Um, God willing. So let's talk about meditation. So first Kings two. Um. So this is King David who's instructing Solomon. Solomon, King Solomon was considered the, the wisest man in this world, right? So we're going to look at, you know, what David, who was very successful as a king, he, he basically won every battle he's ever faced as king. So he, knew, he knows what success looks like for God. And he was a man who's very, you know, close to God. He was a man after God's heart. Right. And so David was very successful, even though he didn't go to military camp, military school. You know, he didn't go to get trained as a as a warrior officially, you know, but he was very successful and he prospered in his walk with God. And so you would think he would have great insight on how to become how to remain successful in God's eyes. So what are the instructions that he left his son who would be the next king after him? So this is first Kings two. Uh, it starts in verse one. It says, as the time of King David's death approached, he gave this charge to his son Solomon. I am going where everyone on earth must someday go. Take courage and be a man. Observe the requirements of the Lord your God and follow all his ways. 
Keep the decrees, commands, regulations, and laws written in the law of Moses so that you will be successful in all you do and wherever you go. If you do this, then the Lord will keep the promise he made to me. He told me, if your descendants live as they should and follow me faithfully with all their heart and soul, one of them will always sit on the throne of Israel. So the success that David had in the wealth that he had, the, the, all the battles that he won against enemies that should have been able to defeat him was because he followed the instructions of the Lord. That is the point of today's talk is to meditate on the word of God, to know the word of God and to follow his instructions. That is a recipe for success. So the world is not going to tell you that because why would Satan want you to follow the ways of the world? So the ways of the world is go to school, get a degree, follow people that have wealth and, and success and follow their example, climb up that ladder, step on people's toes, you know, work around the system to get ahead in life. So we have all this advice, pick up yourself by the bootstraps. Right. Have confidence in yourself, have, have faith in yourself, have pride in yourself. That's the way the world wants you to succeed. That's the way Satan wants you to succeed. That is his character. He rebelled against God's ways and God kicked him out of heaven down to earth. And now he's lying to all of us to do the same thing, to follow in his footsteps, which, which is a path of death and destruction. Right. There's a way. In, there's a path before every person that seems right, the Bible says. But that path leads to death. And that's what, and that's a path that a lot of Christians, not just people of this world, a lot of Christians are on a path of death because we're doing what seems right for success and prosperity and, and, and favor in this world require that we do what seems right. And, and God is saying, no, it's following his instruction, which don't seem right a lot of times, right? Sometimes, sometimes God tell, forgive your enemies, bless those who hate you. Like, why would I bless people who hate me? That doesn't make sense. Right? So nothing God says makes sense, and that's the point. We do what does not make sense in order to shame the demonic princes who use strongholds of human reasoning to keep people in bondage to his lies and deception of Satan. Right? Your job is to do the exact opposite and to demonstrate favor, blessings, prosperity, peace, wealth in doing what does not seem right, which is what God is. He doesn't seem right. Right? Um, and so those are the instructions that um, David had given his son. So let's see, the next one we're going to look at is Joshua 1. So Joshua, as you know, with Caleb, they were assigned to lead the second generation of the Israelites to the promised land, which was already inhabited by other nations, right? We're not going to go into the story. It's a very long story, but there were other people, giants already living in the land that God was giving the Israelites. And so you would think for them to succeed in over to, to overtake the land that God is giving them, they need to have great military strategy to, to defeat them, to beat them. Right. And so what, what were the instructions that God gave to Joshua as they were leading up to the point where it was time for them to lead to for him and Caleb to lead the Israelites into the promised land that was already inhabited by 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 armies of, of other nations and, and giants. Right. So what was God's advice to them? So let's look at Joshua one verses six through eight. Um, let's let's do six to nine. Be strong and courageous for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land. I swore to their ancestors. I would give them be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Obedience to instructions. That's important. 
do not deviate from them turning either to the right or to the left, then you will be successful in everything you do. Notice it says to be strong and courageous. Follow these instructions that I'm giving you and then you will be successful. It doesn't say shake the right hand, be at the right place at the right time, know the right people who are going to open doors for you. That's what the world says. But God says to meditate on this word day and night and then you will be successful in everything you do. You're not going to take a business class in this world that's going to tell you that. To meditate on the word. The recipe for success, one of the recipes, we talked about, you know, knowing our role as ambassadors. We're going to talk about giving and investing in the kingdom of God. That is success in God's eyes. We're, so now we're talking about we're talking about meditation of the word of God and doing the word, uh, doing what God says in the word. And that is a recipe for success. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. Right? So it comes from meditating on the word of God and doing everything it says. And then you will prosper and succeed in everything. The world is not going to tell you that. A world that is run by a liar called Satan is not going to tell you success comes from reading this book and doing it. No, no business school is going to tell you that. No, um, you know, real estate guru or no, um, what do you call stock market expert is going to tell you to succeed in the stock market. You need to do the word of God, do the will of God, live the word of God. Nobody's going to tell you that in this world. Not one person. But unfortunately, Christians are more likely to listen to the wisdom of this world for success than to actually obey authority, than to humble themselves, than to forgive their enemies and bless them and forgive and do good to those who hate them. We don't care about that. We just want to have money in our bank accounts, which is not a problem. I have money in my bank account. I'm, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm not using the truth of this world to have success. I'm doing what God says to do, right? Um, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Is God with you wherever you go? Is that a, is that true in your life? Right? So be strong and courageous. And he said that many times, be strong and courageous. He said that in verse six, be strong and very courageous. He said that in verse seven. And then at the end, verse 9, this is my command, be strong and courageous. It's a command to be strong and courageous. But in the middle of be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. And in verse 9, be strong and courageous. It says to do what the Bible says to do and meditate on God's word day and night. So to be strong and courageous, you must first follow the instructions of God. And how do you do that if you don't know the word of God? You have to meditate on the word of God day and night and then obey it. And then you'll have strength and courage which are orders from God. He's yelling and screaming at them, basically. Well, not really, but, but it says here, this is my command, be strong and courageous, exclamation point. Usually when you see an exclamation point, it usually means somebody's yelling, right? But it's an order to be strong and courageous, which only comes from obedience to God's word after meditating on it day and night, right? So that's how we have success and prosperity in this, in, in this world knowing that we belong to God's kingdom is to meditate on the word and do what the Bible says to do. Okay. So we're going to look at maybe just two more verses and that should be it for today. Today's not going to be a very long talk, but 
So another one of my favorite, this is Pastor Derek Prince who brought this verse up, which I never saw this. I mean, I've read the Bible many times, but that verse really captured me when he mentioned it. Um, sometimes you read something in the Bible and it's like when you read it the 20th time, does it grab you, right? And so even though I've read these verses many times, sometimes it takes a pastor that has, who has really great insight to really teach you what this verse is really saying. So Jeremiah 17, we're going to look at five to eight. So this is what the Lord says, cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, right? So the world says you have to learn to know the right people, be at the right place at the right time for the right people to open doors for you. That's the world's advice on how to succeed in business or real estate or whatever you're doing, whatever arena that you're in, whatever field that you're in. Um, it says you're under curse. Right. So the world's ways put you under a curse, the Bible says. Right. And this is true even for Christians who they go to church every Sunday, but they do life the world's way. Right. Trying to get to know the right people, trying to be best friends with the boss. And right. So if you're doing it to, to, to have um, to have open doors, you have the wrong motive. We're supposed to be good to our bosses because that's what God says, that you work as if you're working for God. And that's another teaching lesson, which we're going to get to later on. We work as if we're working for God. You don't, you don't, you don't do good to your boss and then treat everybody like trash because your boss can open doors for you. That's not how it works, right? So we ought to be good to our bosses because it is the plan of God, which that's not really the talk for today. But I want to mention that it's just so funny how the world operates and it's so satanic and we can't see it until you read what God says and you realize how demonic this world is the way that we think is so backwards right and so here it says so the advice of this world is to get to know the right people to open doors for you and here he says God says you're under a curse when you do that I'm cursing you you are under a curse this is what the Lord says cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord Right. They are like stunted shrubs, like the little shrubs in a desert. There's no water in deserts, so you can't grow anything in a desert. So that's what a person who puts their faith in other people look like to God. They are like a stunted, can't grow, stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. You can't produce fruit from a, a little shrub in a desert somewhere. Right. They will live in a barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land salty you can't do anything there's no fresh water people can't live there there's nothing that that's the imagery that God has of a person who puts their faith in other people and he says um, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence those people what do they look like God what do they look like to God they are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Remember, the person who trusts in people, they're like in a barren wilderness, in a desert. There's no water there. But a person who trusts in God, their roots are deeply in water. They're deeply rooted in water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried about long months of drought. It doesn't matter what the economy is doing. That person will succeed and prosper because they're putting their faith and confidence in God. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. So that person is productive no matter where they are because their faith and confidence in, is in God. And in Joshua, we learned that he is going to take down 
uh, he's going to take over the land that God is giving to them by meditating on the word of God. He's, he's making, he's putting his faith and confidence in doing the word of God in the Bible, in, in the book of instruction from Moses. Right. So for our day to day, we would say by doing the will of God, as it's written in the word of God in the Bible. Right. They didn't call it. A, they didn't have a Bible that we have today. But this is synonymous to what what God was saying to Joshua uh, in Joshua one. And here in Jeremiah 17, God is saying, if you're not doing what I'm saying to do, you're not putting your faith and confidence in me. You're under a curse and nothing you do is productive. Even if you look like you're producing, like you're successful from the world's way of, of, of seeing of seeing it, like you're successful, you have wealth and power. And you're a Christian and you're succeeding the world's way for, for you, even if you have a lot of money in the bank in your bank account all the cars and, and the, you know, and the, um, the big house and all that. But to God, you're like a dead and drying piece of shrub in the middle of desert with no water and uninhabited salty land. That's what you look like in the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of this world will see success, but God is not going to see it that way. And that's the only thing that matters is what God sees because that's the truth, right? So the world sees success the world's way. And God says, no, you look like a dead and dried up shrub in the middle of the desert somewhere. That's what you look like to God. Right. So let's look at, um, let's look at two more verses. There's a verse that came to my mind just now, which I wasn't planning on reading, but it came to my mind. So I'm going to read it. Let me look for it right now. So Psalm 146, three to five says, don't put your confidence in powerful people. Remember, we just read in, in Jeremiah 17 that a person who puts their confidence in God is somebody who looks like a tree that's planted and has deep roots in water. That is a person who puts their confidence in God, as opposed to the shrub person who puts their confidence in people, right? The strength of people that they rely on human strength, right? So this is, this is David talking, I believe. Um, I think it's David talking. I'm not sure who the psalmist is, but basically he's saying, don't put your confidence in powerful people, right? There is no help, right? There's no help for you there. When you, when they breathe their last breath, they return to the earth and all their plans die with them. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord, their God. Joyful are those. Your hope and your confidence only is in God. And not in powerful people who die with all the strength that they have, all their wealth, all of their, um, what does it say here? Their plans die with them, right? But, but joyful are those. Joy comes from putting our confidence in God and your success and prosperity come from that also, right? So the last one we're going to look at. This is one of the verses I look at almost every day. This is Psalms 1. Um, we're going to read the entire chapter the entire um chapter it's only six verses it says all oh, the joys remember i just said uh in psalms 146 but the, how joyful are those who put their confidence in god that's in john that is in psalm 146 so here it says all oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked right we have to get advice from the right people you know shake the right hands you know be in the right place at the right time he says here that joy comes from not following their advice, right? So it's good to get advice from people. I think we read that in, I want to say Proverbs 19, I believe. But at the end of the day, it's God's plans which prevail. So here, 
um, it says, I think, I'm not sure if this is, this could be um, David. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, right? So you're sitting around with people that are wicked, the people of this world. You're hanging around with them, trying to gain wealth, knowledge, understanding from them, trying to, you know, shake the right hands, know the right people, right? That's the advice we get from the world. And here it says to be careful who you're hanging around with, right? The joys that people experience who do not follow the advice of the wicked, who don't stand around with sinners, like the people that you're getting advice from, are they believers? Are they saved? Or are they just successful and you just want to be around them so you can have, you know, to ride on their coattails and be successful like them? Are they Christians? Are they believers? Do they believe in God? Are they saved by the blood of Jesus? Right? We don't know. We just want to, to do what they're doing for whatever, however they got success, that's, how, that's where we want to be. We want to follow their footsteps and do what they're doing, right? That's the advice. That's, that's the advice of this world. Follow the. Do not follow the advice of the wicked. Stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight. Joys of those who delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. Right. They are like trees planted along the riverbank. So here's the same thing again. So Jeremiah said the same thing. And here, I believe it might be David in Psalms 1 saying the same thing, right? So the person who's putting confidence, this is Jeremiah 17, who putting, who's putting their confidence in God is like a person who's like a tree and they're deeply rooted in water. And that person will flourish and they'll produce in any season. It doesn't matter if there's a drought, their roots are deep in water by the riverbank, even in a drought season, right? And I'm supposing David, the psalmist here is saying, people who are, who are meditating, right? So Jeremiah said, said confident, who put their confidence in God, they're like trees who are, who are produced in every season, right? David is using similar terminology, but he's saying this is a person who's meditating on the word of God, right? But they delight. In the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. Verse 3, they are like trees planted along the river bank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper. There's that word again. They prosper in all they do, right? So Solomon had wisdom, but David's instruction to Solomon to succeed and prosper is to meditate on the laws. And the instructions and the mandates and the commands given to you by God, that's how you're going to prosper as king, as the next king, right? And David is saying the same thing to us, that if you are meditating on the word of God day and night, you're like a tree planted along the riverbank bearing fruit each season. Your leaves never wither and you will prosper in everything you do. Now, tell me one business school right? A real estate guru, an expert in wealth management, who's going to tell you to meditate on God's word day and night. You will never find that person unless it's a believer or a Christian, right? So it's important to know prosperity comes from the meditating. The prosperity comes from this book here. This is where prosperity comes from. It doesn't come from the world system, right? And even if you are wealthy doing it, the and a lot of Christians are wealthy doing life the world's way. But to God, you are a little shrub in a desert. That's what you look like to God. Right? If you're not gaining wealth and success and prosperity, meditating on this book, you're not prosperous. 
right? The Bible is very clear. It says those people that are meditating on the day and uh, on the word day and night, they will prosper in all they do. It doesn't say following the instructions of this world prosper. So if you call your, your wealth and, and success prosperity and you're doing life the world's way, it's not prosperity. Plain and simple, right? But not the wicked. They're like worthless chaff. Scattered by the wind, they will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly, for the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. So this is the talk for today. We're going to stop here. And I'm hoping in, you know, that this message will bless you to really understand the importance of putting our confidence only in God, meditating on the word of God, which I do, I'll be honest, I do it most days of the week. I Make, up, make it a practice to meditate on the Word of God at least once, if not twice a day, but sometimes I forget and things happen. But that is my goal in life, to meditate literally on verses in Scripture and, and saying them to myself every morning and every night, which doesn't happen every time. But at least I'm aiming for that, okay? It's important to God that we do things His way. I'm a medical doctor. I'm very successful in what I do. Um... I, you know, so I have a, you know, a lot of other projects that I want to see successful. And one of the ways that I want to see success in my businesses or the things that I'm creating that God has put in my heart to create is to continue to continue to meditate. It's not just trying to find business partners and, you know, investors, whatever, whatever. It's to meditate on the word of God. Right. So I want to see these passages come to life in my businesses and I want to to bring that to my children and generations after me to, to, to show them like how David passed on that knowledge to Solomon, that it is the meditation that you do day and night in these verses, in these words that we read and doing them that causes prosperity. So in the name of Jesus, so we thank you, Lord, for today's lesson and teaching. We ask you to continue to help us to impart in us wisdom that only comes from following your ways and your word. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to give us true wisdom and knowledge of the word of God that only comes from fearing the Lord. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we thank you, God, because you have given us instructions in this book to give us insight on prosperity, peace, joy, love. Everything that we need in life comes from your word. So we thank you, God, that as believers, ambassadors and your representatives, that we that we will live lives that demonstrate the light of the kingdom of dark, uh, the kingdom of God in comparison to the kingdom of darkness. Use us as a church to demonstrate your wisdom, which is the message of the cross, which is foolishness to the people of this world who are perishing. So we thank you, Father, for your word. Help us to not be so caught up in the lies of this world and the demonic strongholds in the minds of the kings, the people in high who are in high regard, who are considered wise in this world, that they were being that they will be that they are being deceived by Satan and his demonic princes who govern this world through deception. So we ask her to continue to remain to keep us remaining in the truth of God's word, even if it makes no sense. Even if it makes no sense, help us to surrender and submit to the will of God, to the word of God, to the cross. Help us to be agents and ambassadors of your kingdom and to unshamedly demonstrate the light of this world through the way that we live, which seems foolish to the world. So we thank you, Father. And we ask in the name of Jesus that God will prosper you, that God will keep you, that God will give you all of the things that you need to accomplish his purposes in your walk with him, meditating on his word and doing his will based on what is written in the book of life. 
in the name of Jesus. So I ask you, I thank you again for joining me and I hope to be seeing you again next time. ready to step into your calling and destroy fear, worry, doubt, and anxiety? In Our Victory, God's Glory, author Pamela Noel describes the stop and do nothing else principle that was used by some of the most powerful people in Scripture, including David, Moses, Peter, and Daniel. This You Can't Help Yourself book reveals that success in every area of your life lies in one name. Our Victory, God's Glory, was written to support Haiti's elite medical team, a Haitian-American-owned, not-for-profit organization that provides healthcare services to the poor in Haiti. Proceeds from the sale of this book will help support our efforts. The ultimate goal is to build a hospital and provide much-needed medical care services currently unavailable to those with limited access to quality health care. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv.